Here by the Owl podcast is a podcast for owlets and wise owls alike. Join hosts Nikki Fiddle-Eye-Doll and Brianna Briegel along with rotating owls from across the country as they discuss what it takes to advise from time to time. Our podcast is fueled by the true knowledge from empowering agricultural education instructors and ripen with the wisdom you will never learn in a textbook. Welcome back to Here by the Owl podcast. We're excited tonight to talk to our friend Mason about a project that he's started um, and how he's getting ag teachers across the country on board. So Mason, before you get started talking about the activity, why don't you start by introducing yourself and letting our listeners know a little bit about where you teach, how long you've been teaching, and some information about your program. Okay, awesome. Well, I'm I'm excited to be on today, but my name is Mason Durrell. I'm a ag teacher in the large metropolis of Jasper, Arkansas. Um, it's a small school in the Ozark Mountains. I'm a 8th through 12th ag teacher. I teach, um, like most single teacher programs, a little bit of everything. Um, I've been teaching for years. Uh, I've been seven years at Jasper, Arkansas. Uh, I've got about, oh, probably 120 students all together. Uh, we'll probably have 85 FFA members. And so um, we're pretty a pretty diverse ag program. We have, uh, you know, we do hydroponic lettuce. We've got, we're in the process of building a school barn. We have a shop. And so we do a little bit of everything. Um, this is a very, our community itself is a very uh, beef related community. We have a lot of poultry in Arkansas. And so although Arkansas has some great row crops, not where we live, it is far too steep and hilly for anything like that. So Anyway, that's kind of just a brief outlook of of kind of my where I teach and, and kind of what we do. So, Mason, Nikki and I are really excited to hear about what the Agate Challenge is. It's something we saw on Facebook and, and had to know more. So if you could just introduce kind of what that Agate Fitness Challenge is. Yeah, so um, the Agate Fitness Challenge, it's kind of like the name states. It is a challenge, um, but more than anything, it is kind of an attempt to create a community amongst ag teachers, kind of a place where ag teachers can go to work on whatever challenge or something like that. I always kind of comes to my mind like the biggest loser, who can lose the most weight? Um, and that's not at all what I really set out to do here. Um, there's, there's ag teachers out there who probably would love to lose some weight, or there's ag teachers who would maybe want to run a half marathon or ag teachers who would like to just simply be more fit, more active um, or, or ag teachers that want to gain muscle. So the objective was to just create a challenge um, to get people out moving and doing positive things towards their health. So um, this last year at national convention, I was walking around and I just noticed there was lots of ag teachers who were out of shape, very inactive at national convention, not like national conventions easy going to start with. I think everybody's exhausted by the time it's over, but I, I just got to thinking to myself of, you know, not necessarily judging people, just thinking back to when I weighed 280 pounds and I didn't get to be 280 pounds because I was lazy or didn't care. It was because I had dedicated um, kind of all of my effort to teach an ag. I put 
my health and my family kind of on the back burner. And so at some point I decided I'd had enough and I decided it was time to, to kind of go through a transformation, which has been almost four years ago now, but um, that's a process that I'm still working through today. And so I thought I, I spent the whole eight hour bus trip home just thinking about what could I do to try to get other ag teachers kind of on the same board to just making prioritizing their own health, getting their own things um, kind of dialed in and figured out. And so the best thing I could think was a fitness challenge. And so I was just going through the details in my head and I definitely didn't want to do, like I said, a biggest loser fitness challenge because I've done things like that in the past. And it's just simply losing weight is not really the goal. Learning habits and things that teach ag teachers to prioritize their health first um, and getting them on the right path was kind of the overall goal. And so that's kind of where this all started. Um, now, as far as the challenge itself, so after the challenge is going to run January 1st, really through the month of February, and at the end, we are going to pick a winner, whoever's made the biggest transformation. Now, this could be somebody who did lose a lot of weight or somebody that went from being inactive to running a 5K or whatever, but it's just going to be whoever makes the biggest um, transformation or the most amount of growth within that two-month period. So there will also be um, some challenges in the middle there that we're going to throw out. We're going to throw out a couple like weekly challenges and there will be some prizes attached to those kind of things. In fact, there's some people that have kind of started early on this whole process. Um, I throw it out there that everybody can get started at any point. And so I'm working on right now um, possibly getting a prize out for somebody who got a head start on the challenge. And so that's kind of where it's out now. Um, I'm hoping to give out some really cool prizes throughout it, you know, and more or less just try to motivate ag teachers to prioritize their health. I love that it's not just about losing weight. I mean, it, it, you mentioned the word habits, and I think that's that's really important. Um, it's it's something that I need to do better, and I hope people listening um, can relate to that because it's really easy for me. It's excuses, uh, and I spend my time scrolling my phone once my kids go to bed because I'm just so exhausted, and so. Uh, like you said, Mason, making a change to have a better habit, whether that's just getting up earlier and getting a few steps in or drinking more water, uh, however that looks, you know, choosing some healthier options. Um, I like, I like that. I like that. Uh, that's the soul center of this, of this challenge. So you talked about ag teachers, but um, who, who is able to join your challenge? Yeah. So, um, you know, like I said, I had ag teachers in mind when I started this challenge and truthfully, everything about this challenge is going to be focused on ag teachers, but I definitely don't want it to be limited to that. Anybody that um, wants their family to join in or co-workers or even your, your students, FFA members can do this challenge. Um, administrators, anybody is welcome in this challenge. I, the more the merrier in my mind and, and part of the challenge um, is to try to inspire others by doing healthy habits. And so if you're bringing other people along the journey with you, you're, you're kind of hitting that inspire task. And so um, I actually have somebody signed up already that is a mother-daughter duo, which is pretty exciting. 
yeah I think it's always nice to have that like accountability piece too to have someone you know kind of focused on it with you um but I really liked how you mentioned too like Nikki said you know that's not just about losing weight I mean I think there's a lot of ag teachers who are at healthy weights but still um don't think that they, you know, maybe have the healthiest habits. I mean, I hear of ag teachers all the time um, skipping lunch so that they can um, leave early or not have to stay as late or to prep something for the next um, class, something like that. Or, um, you know, I don't drink water all day long because I don't have time to go to the bathroom. I mean, there's so many things that we as We're ag skipping breakfast. Okay. Right. Like, oh, I'll just drink my coffee and that's good enough. I'm notorious for that. And that's terrible. Yeah. Absolutely. I do I'm, that, I do that way too often. So, um, you know, I just don't, in my mind, when I think of people that have good, healthy habits, it's definitely not ag teachers because we have a very, very hectic schedule and it's never the same. You're always running to a stock show here or a competition here or, you're practicing after school this day. And so with such a crazy schedule, it's hard to get in routines. And so I just feel like um, as ag teachers in general, we typically don't prioritize our health. Um, I can give you an example. Like when I started teaching ag, um, I had two great cooperating teachers that have been phenomenal teachers. And, but one of the things they told me, um, I was big into working out throughout college and staying in shape. And they said, and I think they kind of said it jokingly, but I took it very serious. They said, you're not going to have time for all that working out stuff. And I pretty much just took that to the bank. Like that was factual. Like I don't have time to work out. I don't have time to prioritize my health. And so I spent the first five years of my ag teaching career just not taking care of my health until all of a sudden at 26 years old, I'm, you know, 80 pounds overweight, have high blood pressure. I'm not even 30 years old. And I'm having serious health issues already. And it was like, okay, well, you know, it, what, what's more important? Is it, is it my job or is it going to be my health? And so I thought, you know, my job's just going to have to be put on the back burner until I can make a difference. And so kind of funny, I kickstarted off getting in shape and I found um, that's not necessarily the case. The ag program didn't have to take the back burner because I started having no extra time than I did before, but I had to prioritize my time. If I was going to work out, I had to get up earlier. I had to be very intentional about when that workout came. If I was going to eat, I'd have to be very intentional about that. Not that I haven't ate a Big Mac on the road before, because I think we live at McDonald's half the time on ag trips, but um, just being very intentional with that, it hasn't changed the way I taught ag at all. In fact, um, you know, I have, I've had probably 10 times as much success since I started the journey because I just have more energy. Um, I don't, I work, I truthfully work less hours as an ag teacher and get probably twice as much done because I have energy throughout the day. I'm ready to roll when the first bell rings and I have energy throughout the day that I didn't have before because I was so tired by lunch that I was almost non-functional when I weighed 280 pounds. So um, just, just trying to adopt some of those habits that are healthier. You know, you don't have to be overweight to not have energy because of the stuff you eat. If you eat junk all the time, you can be as thin as a rail and still feel tired. So um, when I started working out, it was actually funny because um, about the time I decided to make a change was right at COVID year. And so all of a sudden I had a lot of free time. So me and my, my, he wasn't my principal at the time, but he's my principal now. 
we started working out and he had no weight to lose. He's not overweight at all, but he would say, man, I miss those COVID days when we worked out every morning because he said, I felt like a million dollars. He said, I felt so good. And he was eating cleaner and having better habits. And so losing weight's not it. Just anybody that eats, eats healthier or just puts movement into their day. It, it helps them so much. And it's a mindset thing, you know, um, if you, if you feel better as well, um, going to work, you'll, you'll perform better. And in the prioritizing, I'm, I'm sure if we were to evaluate a large portion of our day, uh, we can find a point where we could have been better, had a better use of our time. When I was in the classroom, um, I would be so tired by my prep period that I was not using my prep period well. And, um, if, if I had evaluated that there would definitely be times where I could have gotten way more work done, um, in the, in the same amount of time or less, if I had just, uh, you know, maybe set some healthier boundaries, uh, and work-life balance boundaries. So, um, I think that's really important for our listeners to hear, uh, and what a fun way to build connections, you know, to and, and challenge people uh, to, to do this along with you and maybe create some some new relationships along the way, too. So so it starts January 1st. Um, how how are teachers joining the group? How do they let you know that they want to be a part of the challenge? And most importantly, how, like how are they choosing what they're going to focus on. Okay. So, um, start, start out to sign up on the challenge is you need to join the Facebook group, um, which I think you've got a, a link to in the, in the show notes, but, um, there's a link to that private Facebook group. It's somewhere that you can post without having to worry about it being over the whole internet. Um, it's a private group that, um, if you send in a request, I'll add you in that group, there's an entry form that you fill out. So um, there's kind of several ways to do that. You can just fill out an entry form, which, you know, asks what all your goals are. It has all these questions. Um, and then there's a t-shirt. Um, there's an ag ed fit t-shirt that goes along with it. If you want to, if you just want to do the fitness challenge, you're not looking to win any prizes, then it costs nothing. It's free. Um, but if you want to enter to, kind of be eligible for the prize at the end and some of the prizes throughout it, then kind of it's a buy a t-shirt and you're entered in, which truthfully the only one I like the t-shirt and I think it's cool. But uh, the reason for the t-shirt is that's how kind of how I've come up with the prize money. So um, whatever profits are left over after shipping and I get the t-shirts to everyone, all that, all that money is going to be put into a pot and that's going to be kind of the prize money for it. So um, anyways, all that information is kind of on that Facebook page where everybody can jump in there. Um, that's also like a group. I just want my, kind of my vision for it is just a place where everybody shares what their workouts are, what they're eating. Um, you know, I say all the time, I'm not a dietitian or a nutritionist. I'm an ag teacher. And so, um, I have the way I do things and the way I do things have worked really well for me but they're not going to work well for everyone. So if everybody shares some ideas on what type of workouts they're doing or what type of foods they're eating or how they're managing um, their weekly schedules, you know, if that community is all chiming in, that just gives a place for and resources for people to look at. So. 
And I've noticed, you know, there was a few people already posting in the challenge group talking about, you know, someone was going to run their run a half marathon, which is really cool. People were sharing, um, you know, workouts that they've enjoyed recipes, you know, for some meal prep that they've really liked and that have worked for their busy ag teacher schedules. So I think that's, that's really cool. Um, yeah, we do have a link to the Facebook group, uh, as well as some other resources that Mason shared with us in the show notes. So definitely go, um, and check those out. We also have the direct link to the sign up, um, to get, to get involved. Um, what advice do you have for anyone wishing to join, um, the challenge? Yeah. So, um, kind of, I was going through a list of, I tried to come up with a list of five things that everybody should do throughout this challenge. And it wasn't necessarily like do 10 push-ups. It was pretty simple. The first one was the plan. So over the last four years, there's been times where I lost weight, gained weight, um, did well on my goals, whatever my goals were, because they've been very different. But um, it always started with a plan. Like the more I planned, the more successful I was towards my goal. And so I also sent a, there's on the Facebook page. And I think I also sent you a copy of a daily planning sheet. And so the biggest, the biggest start is by filling out a daily planning sheet or, or some way planning your day. Um, tomorrow I'm going to be on the road all day, but I know exactly where I'm going to stop and eat and what I'm going to eat. I know that I can get my workout in before I leave. So I, I keep that all planning. I actually put that in the notes on my phone. Um, I'll probably share a copy of my daily notes on the um, Facebook page so everybody can kind of see what I'm doing every day. But um, this first step I would say is planning. The next is eat. And it doesn't matter what your goals are, you're going to have to eat. So the more, more nutritious food or whatever you decide, you know, if you decide to do a keto diet or a, whatever diet you decide to do, or, and I really hate using the word diet. I really just, that's why it's called eat is just because whatever your goals are, you should be eating towards that. And so um, finding something that works really well for you, food that you like, um, to me, that's a big deal. So that's number two. The three is move. Um, I think a lot of people try to start on their fitness goals and they try to work out six and seven days a week, like wild animals. And if you're just starting out, I think that's a, probably a terrible approach to it because it's not very sustainable. Um, I think movement can be as simple as going for a 10 minute walk on your lunch. Or, you know, getting home from, I can tell you if you're tired after school and you're exhausted and you're like, I don't know how I'm going to make dinner for the kids and, and get them ready for bed, go for a 10 minute walk first. And you'll be amazed at how much energy you have for the rest of the evening, but just simple little movements. I think if you're going to do a workouts, if you're not somebody that's just obsessed with working out or have goals of running like long races, like a half marathon or something, I think you should probably be working out like three to four times a week, pretty intensely. And then the other days, you know, go for a 10 minute walk. Don't don't go radical on it. So like if you follow my Instagram story, um, like I work out pretty intensely, probably like six or seven days a week. But part of it's because it's just things that I enjoy to do. I've got a mountain here next to my house that is about a 5K that I love to run. And I run it a couple of days a week. And then I go to CrossFit classes. CrossFit is a group of people who are all trying to get better kind of like this group is. And so it's fun to get to visit with those people. And so the workouts that I do are all different and they're just part of my, 
daily life, but I don't necessarily think working out seven days a week is a great idea, but moving just simple movements, like taking a 10 minute walk are huge things. So the last two I have is um, grow and grow for me meant just continuing your education. You know, I can tell you the things that I do and I can tell you the people and the resources I get them from, but just knowing that you need to continue your education on how to eat better, um, what type of movements you want to do, listen to podcasts, follow um, credible people on social media or find outlets where you can get some of that information. And the last I have is just inspire. So um, we're role models to students. We're role models to our children, our families. And so it's, it's amazing how if you model um, kind of this prioritizing your health, how much it kicks on. I can't tell you, uh, I felt like an idiot for posting stuff on my Instagram story of going for runs and things like that. And I don't even really know why I started doing it, but I stopped and I started getting messages like, hey, why are you not posting your stuff anymore? Like you got me into running or you got me started doing this and that. And so all these friends that I hadn't talked to for a decade started messaging me like, hey, I love your stories. Keep posting them. And then there's people who get on there and say, I look like an idiot. So um, the main thing, though, no matter what anybody says, if you're worried about students making fun of you or things like that, don't just do positive things for your health to inspire others. I, I spent the first probably three years of my fitness journey, not saying a word to anybody, just trying to keep it private to myself. I didn't want to say anything. If anybody asks, you know, why are you, why'd you bring your lunch? Why are you not eating lunch with us? I just make up some lame excuse because I didn't want them to know I was trying to lose weight. I was embarrassed by it. Um, and it was just something I was self-conscious about, but it's funny when I started being a lot more open about it, how, other people are like, man, that's awesome. I'd kind of like to do that too. And so one of the biggest things with this is have others latch onto your success. Try to inspire other people and have them jump on board. So that those are my, those are kind of the five parts of the challenge that I'd like to try to, like, those are the five things I'd love to see people do. Yeah. Well, and I really like your list because I think it's something that's achievable for everyone. Um, I've been in groups like this before and it's really hard sometimes to not compare yourself to others because obviously everyone has different starting points that they're at. And so like you might join the group and see like, oh, Nikki's out there running 10 miles today. I can never do that. So just getting discouraged, you know, in that way. Um, and so I like that your list is something that, you know, everyone can do no matter how how someone's eating. Maybe someone's eating is, is really bad. I mean, mine is terrible. And so, um, you know, like maybe your focus is just to get more vegetables in. And if you stick with that for the first two weeks, then maybe adding something else um, instead of going like full scale with, yep, I'm going to eat 1200 calories, which, you know, isn't healthy to start out with, but like something super extreme right away, um, you know, making it something that's achievable over time, I think is really yeah. important too. Yeah. I think and <clears throat> just from my personal experience, it seems like every time I've got to my goal really fast that goal didn't last very long and so um just creating healthy habits that are going to be consistent over a long time i would love to think that i was super fit and ready to go in in two weeks but that's just not realistic little little steps go a lot further than giant leaps because the giant leaps get you burnt out and so i like the i like the idea of let's just start implementing some healthy stuff into our life you know um this is not this is not a challenge to make you 
spend three hours a day working out. I do not spend three hours a day working out, nor do I hope I, I, I hope <laughs> I never do. So anyway, it's just a, it's just a challenge to try to get people to start taking little steps in the right direction. Yeah. If anyone sees me running 10 miles, just reach out. Like think two times if you're in danger or something, <laughs> because that's definitely not me anymore. Um, so I would, one thing I noticed on the Facebook group was someone talked about the journey that they've been on. And I think that, and hearing to you talk Mason too, um, that's what this is, is a journey. Things aren't going to happen overnight. And, uh, you've mentioned baby steps multiple times. And I think that's really important. So, uh, Brianna, I'd love to hear as we wrap up, you know, starting in January, you know, we hope to to join and, and be a part of the group. But Brianna, what comes to mind for you of something that you maybe want to focus on? Yeah, I mean, definitely like I want to start now, you know, starting early, like others in the group. Um, so my big focus is movement. Um, I'm pregnant, so I can't like you know, go out there and lose weight, even though I definitely need to. Um, and so really focusing on like intentional movement throughout the day to have more energy um, and to be able to, to kind of help um, me be healthier and build some of those habits before um, I have the baby in April and then hopefully continue those, you know, after that as well, when I can be more intentional about, um, you know, eating less calories and, and trying to lose some weight. But yeah, really just building those those habits, um, eating some better food, drinking more water throughout the day and getting intentional movement throughout the day too, especially since I work from home now. And that's definitely been a shift from like, you know, running around the classroom all the time to now um, sitting at a desk. And so um, those are kind of my three focus areas. But what about you, Nikki? I, I really want to uh, drink more water and less Diet Coke. So <laughs> if you see me, um, brace yourself. Um, so I'm going to try to cut out, I'm not going to do it completely. I'm just going to watch how much diet Coke I'm drinking and slowly, slowly take that away. So it's sustainable. I would like to increase some movement, um, working from a desk, uh, definitely hinders the amount of move movement I get. So, um, being in intentional. And one thing that Mason said earlier was finding a time in your day that works well for you, uh, and and for me, if it's at night, it will not happen if it's at night. Like I get done at work at five. I have to pick up my kids. I come home, do all of that. And by the time they're in bed at eight, like it is not, it's not logical for me to, to do any form of movement at that point. And so I think I'm going to attempt to start having some movement in the morning and pair that with maybe an audio book that I've been meaning to read that I haven't yet. Uh, and just kind of making it a time for me to, I don't know, have to myself with no work, nobody bugging me, peace and quiet, and get a little bit of movement in while enjoying a, a book because I don't read as much as I should anymore either. So that is my plan. Um, Mason, as we wrap up, I would love to hear um, as someone who is obviously started this journey many years ago, but what what intentional things will you be doing uh, when when the challenge starts? Okay, so um, I've got some kind of lofty goals for the next year. And uh, truthfully, through the last, I mean, the last year I've been, 
you know, I've had ups and downs for the last few years, but the last year I've really started to dial some things in. Um, I've run several half marathons. And so, in fact, I saw Haley Broyles ran a half marathon today. And so I mentioned that I might be running a Bentonville half marathon in April and she's going to join along, I think. I don't know if she still thinks that after the race today because she's probably pooped. But um, <laughs> hopefully we're going to get to do that. Um, so my biggest goals are fitness goal wise is I've run several half marathons, but the, the big goal is everybody says, well, you run marathons. I say, no, I don't. I run half of ones. So this year's goal is to hopefully get to run a marathon. Um, another big goal is, you know, aside from being able to run is strength for me. And so, uh, a goal I've always kind of had that I've never got to is a 300 pound bench press. And on top of that, when I started this whole process four years ago, I hope to get under 200 pounds. And so those are my three goals. I write them on my mirror. I write them on my daily notes. It is 26.2, which is my marathon. It's 199, which is how much I want to weigh. And it's 300, which is my 300 pound bench. And so that's my three numbers for the year that I'm hoping to hit. And so um, setting up my nutrition every day on my planning sheet, um, making sure that my fitness is either working towards um, running or lifting. And so that's kind of that's kind of my plans. It's pretty lofty goals. But um, I sat down to think about those the other day and I thought, you know, you're the one talking about all this fitness challenge and everything. So you probably better either put up or shut up. So um, both both those goals were ones I wasn't sure I was going to do. And I thought it's time to it's time to try to do both of them because you're the one encouraging other people to, to get started. So I might as well get started on my two big goals that I've been trying to get to for several years. So I love that. And I think for people listening, you know, all three of us um, have something completely different that matches the lifestyle we're currently living and the um and where we are in our lives and so i really think that you can find something that matches you and if your plan doesn't look exactly like someone else's there's nothing wrong with that so i'm excited to see the camaraderie and the relationships that come from this and just that that agad family spirit that we see all the time um i'm i'm really excited for that as well and so that's just the uh, the cherry on top for this for this group so Mason, if people have questions, they want to reach out to you to learn more about the Agad Fitness Challenge. What's the best way they can reach you? Yeah, so probably the best way to reach me is definitely not an email. Ask my principal. I never read my emails. <laughs> but um, if you can shoot me a message on probably Facebook or Instagram, that's going to be the easiest way to get a hold of me. Um, I'll do the best I can getting back with you. You know, I'm like a lot of you out there that, you know, I'm not really supposed to be on my phone throughout the day. And so I may get a little bit behind on shooting somebody a message back, but that's probably the best way to get a hold of me. Um, if anybody has any questions, like I said, I'm definitely not a nutritionist or anything like that, but I'd love to answer questions or just share with what I'm doing and, and how that works. Um, I can tell you, and I love hearing people's stories. I hope everybody shares lots on the Facebook group. Um, through reading the entry forms that I've got so far, um, I'm not going to share those with everybody, but if everybody could read those, everybody would be so jacked up to get started about this because the stories that I've heard, it's just like, man, it's so exciting. I'm, I'm 
far more motivated for reading those entries than than I realized I was going to be when I started all this. So, so Mason, how many people have already committed uh, to the challenge so far? So I have right now, I think I have about 15 entry forms in and pretty much all of them have bought a T-shirt so far. So there's there's 15 people that are really already started. Um, I don't think these are start on January 1. I think these are people that are already started right now and they're rolling with their goals. So, um, which was kind of my intention was for myself was to get rolling through the holidays. Um, you read all the stories that, that the average American gains weight every year. And most of those are throughout the month of November and December. And so that's kind of what I'm trying to avoid. And I thought if I throw this challenge out just a little bit early, maybe some people can avoid that few extra holiday pounds or, or getting away from what they're supposed to do which I'm still, I ate a Thanksgiving dinner today with one of my families and I definitely ate a few pieces of fudge. I did not mean to. So it's not like I'm skipping the holidays, but it's just trying to adopt better habits throughout the holidays. So rather than wasting two months, I can just have a couple of days where I don't behave as well as I should. I love that. Well, um, definitely uh, check out the Agged Fit, fitness challenge Facebook group. Uh, we've linked that in the show notes as well, but if you search that it's, it's going to come up. He's got a great logo. Um, join those other 15 uh, with the, with the challenge and um, set some goals, use this planning sheet to, to plan out what your goals are going to look like and, and follow those five steps, plan, eat, move, grow, and inspire uh, to, to get you to uh, achieving some of those goals uh, that you've, maybe put on the back burner. So Mason, thanks so much for joining us uh, and sharing uh, this with our listeners. Like always. Well, like here well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. Of course, of course. I'm sorry. Sorry. I was going to tell you, I appreciate y'all. Like always, like here by the Owl Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have um, something that you'd like to share with our listeners, we'd love to have you. So message us on social media and we'll get you on as a guest. Thanks for listening.